Hey everyone, it's Carmita, and welcome to Missing in the PNW. Once again, happy Native American Heritage Month. And guess what, guys? I have some great news I am so excited about. We have finally hit South America. So shout out to Brazil and the listeners that I have down there. Thank you for checking me out and supporting the podcast. So the only continent now that the podcast has not been played in is Africa. So please continue to download, share, word of mouth is everything. So let's get this podcast to all of the continents. Also, at the time of this recording, the uh, Facebook post that I did for last week's episode, Lisa Pearl Brasino, has reached almost 600 people and had almost 70 post engagements. So again, thank you for that as well. Now, today, we're going to discuss the missing person case of Leona Sharon Kinsey. Now, Leona's been missing since October 25th, 1999, from LaGrande, Oregon. She was last seen at her home on Hall Street in LaGrande. And LaGrande is a small rural community of about 13,000 people in eastern Oregon off the I-84 freeway. It's about a four-hour drive from Portland, Oregon. And you guys hear me talk about Portland a lot because that's where I spent most of my life and that's where I grew up. So literally anywhere I go in Oregon or Washington, I use Portland as kind of the starting point in how long it's going to take me to get there. So, uh, Leona's daughter, Caroline, said that it all started when her mom didn't show up to a friend's house that day, and then for three straight days, did not respond to any of her messages, at which time, Caroline filed a missing persons report. Leona had a light golden brown colored 1980s model GMC Jimmy that a friend had found in the parking lot of an Albertson's grocery store two days after that. Um, And had it seemed that it was abandoned there that morning because the manager of the store said he did not think it was parked there overnight. He didn't remember seeing it. Now, in the GMC Jimmy, the steering column had been damaged, and there was a box of rubber gloves behind the seat. But there was no evidence of a struggle, any signs of Leona, or any clues as to where she could be. Of course, as any daughter would, fearing the worst, Caroline actually flew from her home in Washington to her mom's home in LaGrande. And when Caroline arrived, she said all of her mother's possessions, including her purse, keys, glasses, cigarettes, a lighter and her cat were all left behind in her home, and her two dogs were actually locked outside. Now, there was coffee in her coffee pot, and groceries were left out and found rotting. Um, She said she had bread that was left out that was uh, molding, and she had bananas that were browning. Um, This is all from Leona's daughter, Caroline. Leona actually ran her own landscaping and yard care business, and she was booked with appointments and clients for the entire week. 
Leona's daughter, Caroline, again, stated that her mother was happy and would never walk away from her animals or her business. Caroline also stated that, unfortunately, her mother had struggled with drugs and alcohol and that she believed she was the victim of foul play as Leona was supposed to be with a man that day that she went missing who was reportedly a drug dealer. Um, since then, Leona's daughter, Caroline, has become an activist in the Missing and Murdered Native American Women's Movement. Uh, Leona was also a domestic abuse and sexual assault survivor, which, again, if you listen to my last episode, you heard me say that nearly half of all Native women, unfortunately, experience some type of physical or sexual violence. So, Leona was 45 at the time of her disappearance and is described as being a biracial female, being white and Native American. She's a member of the Puyallup and Nisqually tribe. And she wears glasses, has a tattoo of a tomahawk and a peace pipe intersecting on her bicep. She's described as five foot two, weighing 110 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Of course, you have, if you have any information, please call La Grande Police at 541 963 1017. And remember, guys, you can always leave a tip anonymously. Of course, if anybody saw anything, heard anything, if you know something, please reach out to the Grand Police. Or you can also reach out to the Finding Leona Kinsey Facebook page, which I will have in the show notes. And I will link to that on the Facebook post as well that I do for Leona. So I want to go ahead and talk again about how Native Americans often get misclassified. Uh, Carolyn actually said that her mom, Leona, was misclassified as a white woman for 18 years. This is, again, why it is so hard to track missing indigenous women. This and the fact that there are issues with jurisdiction, lack of coordination, and inadequate resources. But again, I've talked about this so many times, and I will say it again. A lot of Native Americans get misclassified as being either white or Hispanic, just like a lot of Hispanics get misclassified as being white. So it's a super huge issue, and you guys hear me talk about this all the time. Which is why, again, we need to bring more awareness to these missing and murdered indigenous women. So for the entire month of November, for the rest of the month, since we are celebrating Native American Heritage Month, I would encourage you in your social media posts to use the hashtag Indigenous Lives Matter and the hashtag Native American Heritage Month. Also, again, like I had talked about last week, I want to encourage you to check out and follow the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women USA Facebook page and the Finding Leona Kenzie Facebook page, which again, I'll post a link to both pages in the show notes and on my Facebook post that I do for Leona. 
Also, at the time of this recording, I have reached out to Caroline, who I found is actually one of the co-moderators for her mom's Facebook page, Finding Leona Kenzie. Um, I did talk to an awesome lady named Melinda, who's the co-moderator of that. And she said that uh, Caroline's usually good about getting back to people. Um, so I'm really hoping that I could get an opportunity to talk with her and maybe do an interview and have it on a future episode. So I will keep you guys updated on that. Again, uh, hashtag Indigenous Lives Matter, hashtag Native American Heritage Month. And next week... I have a couple of different cases I actually want to go over. It's really hard, guys, since we only have, um, let's see, one, two, three, four Wednesdays in this month. So it's really hard to pick and choose these cases. So next week, I might just give you guys a little treat and actually do two cases in one. Um, But I'll see if I could put that together. So, of course, happy Native American Heritage Month. I will talk to you guys next week. As always, have fun, but be safe.